0: Welcome to this edition of When the Biomass Hits the Wind Turbine, a discussion of sustainable living and what that means to you and me. I'm Jay Warmke, and I'm Annie Warmke. You are indeed, and today we're going to talk about the U.S. Innovation and Competition Act, or where have all the microchips gone? Oh man, there's a song
1: in there. Long time passing. Spare spare us. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, you know (laughs) these these second titles are always a stretch, but. Anyway, that is kind of the whole motivation behind this. And the reason...
1: What's the motivation? Behind this act. The the microchips are fading away?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're sort of gone at the moment.
1: Because we live in a world that's running out of everything?
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of funny because everybody kind of... um, Well, we'll touch on the whole microchip thing here in a second. But I wanted to tell you... Uh, tell everybody, because this is kind of a stealth bill that's gone through. It's the U.S. Innovation and Competition Act, or more more known as the Technology Bill. Um,
1: but we've been waiting on that, haven't we? Well,
0: you know, it kind of passed in under the radar, um, and it's a quarter of a trillion dollars, which is huge. I mean, it's absolutely huge, but didn't get a whole lot of attention. It passed in June. Is um, this
1: executive order? Or, no, 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 you know, no. This was Congress? a
0: bipartisan, bipartisan wow. thing. And and a lot of the reason why it got a lot of bipartisan support is because it was sort of China bashing. You know, it's like, oh, you know, they're taking over. They're nations. controlling. Yes. And, and you have to, um, we need to control our own destiny. We need to. And, and the microchips, which are a big part of this have suddenly people have become aware that microchips are the oil of, of this century. You know, they're integrated into everything. So you remember back when we were we children, back in the 1970s, when there was the oil embargo. And not only did it affect the price of oil, and what, gasoline what, what
1: affected the price of the, the embargo the having the scarcity. Oh, the scarcity
0: but it affected everything you know oil is in plastics it's in it's in industry it's in you know electricity it was in everything and and what they're realizing suddenly and you kind of wonder why it took them this long to realize it is microchips are in everything and um, but what's
1: in the microchip that's the scarcity well, it was... It's not the microchip itself.
0: Well, it is. It is? Yeah, yeah. And um, I'll get into that. But let me tell you a little bit more about what's in the bill so that we know the full scope and measure of it. As I mentioned, it's bipartisan. And uh, actually, in the Senate, it got a 68 to 32 vote, which is kind of unheard of in this world The other
1: 32 living. had no idea what a microchip <laughs> or solar or n- renewable energy is.
0: Uh-huh. So... And uh, it, there was um, $52 billion in this for um, semiconductor research, design, manufacturing initiatives, robotics. But what's the
1: value of semiconductors? Microchips. Oh, okay. yeah. So yeah, they yeah. have another name, too?
0: Well, Silicon Valley, you know, silicon, semiconductors, microchips. It's basically computers, only now very, very small. Mm-hmm. So there was um, there was fifty two billion for the uh, domestic production of semiconductors, and currently the U.S. only produces about twelve percent of the world's microchips. We consume substantially more than that. And How
1: many of those are in a car?
0: Yeah, there uh, there are more than a thousand microchips in, in car, every car. In every new car, yeah, and and in fact, uh, there are pictures if you go on the internet of uh, assembly plants like ford chevy where they've got acres and acres and acres of new cars that have come off the production line but they're sitting there waiting for the microchips because they just don't have them and Is that's that what's driving
1: a, up the price of vehicles now? yeah and
0: the the shortage of them and uh, so of course you can't get a new car so let's buy a used car well that drives up the price I, of a used i car. also
1: think they're putting them they're they're holding them back for the more expensive cars because right now, if you want to buy a bottom of the line Honda or uh Toyota or something like that you can't they're not even producing them
0: Well, that sounds very conspiracy theory
1: no i mm-hmm. they don't have all the parts you can't yeah. sell a car you don't have parts for, and mm-hmm. if you're going to if i'm a business person i'm going to sell the top of the line stuff first that's where my profit margin sure. is no, so
0: yeah. Well, there's $80 billion for uh, artificial intelligence, which... Um, we have a lot of artificial intelligence. I know, intelligence. especially in Congress. It's,
1: uh, <laughs> and we're going to pay for it now. Woohoo. <laughs> I can use some of that myself. So
0: robotics, uh, biotechnology, that's all in there. Um, $1.5 you know, which, which is paltry in, in a bill this size for wireless technologies, 5G, 6G. We'll touch on that a little bit. I wish they
1: didn't have any money for that. They need to bring along the broadband people who have no Gs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, um, I was going to make a joke, but I thought better of it, which oh, is wise. Um, <laughs> Thank it, it you. It has something to do with G strings. But uh, anyway, <gasps> aye, 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 uh, aye. then we've got the um, one, uh, $23 billion for space exploration, which is pretty cool. I mean, I'm a space not yeah yeah and and if You'd i were like
1: to be on the space shuttle if i were in, a
0: billionaire yeah I no would if be, you
1: weren't if you if they just said jay you're so smart come uh-huh. with us i would be crying my heart out uh-huh. no don't go
0: uh-huh. i'll stow away and um so so that's kind of interesting especially given all of the the recent attention of you know billionaires in space which yeah, sounds but, like a good series actually billionaires in space
1: no it does not it's I, awful but uh-huh. so here's the thing though so all this stuff is being funded now, but we have such a poor record of scientists coming out of school. So what's going to happen with that? Uh,
0: so you ask, well, we do have some of that. In fact, uh, one of the things that this bill does is expands the definition of STEM. And for those of you who have been living under a rock, STEM is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. That's um, part of the school curriculum. They like to sort of, cash that into a you know for the smart people well, the teachers have
1: to be smart enough about it which yeah. is a real challenge too but
0: it also prioritizes clean technologies which is sort of we're, we're reaching back to try and bring this into sustainability actually you know renewable energy has not really been classified as part of the stem technologies in fact it's been looking for a home somewhere yeah and uh, so well, they We can't
1: be really talking about the real stuff we need to be doing yet.
0: Well, our our system and government, and to be to be fair to them, you know, it takes time, it takes consensus to build. So they're always going to be way behind the curve, you know, because the as they like to say, the bleeding edge of technologies, the bleeding edge of thought, the bleeding edge of of philosophy, is a way is ahead of the mainstream just by definition, and. So you know, it's we've that, been
1: bleeding a lot. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> but it's that old joke about the the senator. You know, seeing a crowd go somewhere, and he goes, "I need to see where they're going because I have to lead them there." Yeah, you know, so they're basically looking to see where things are, so they can claim to be the leaders. And yes, um,
1: and we haven't had very many rich people who are really pushing this agenda yet but with the likes of um people going into outer space the billionaires going into outer space there's suddenly everybody racing to that side of the boat and saying hey maybe we should be paying better attention to that
0: yeah maybe they're going to make it you know the Elon Musks and the uh Richard Bransons of the world maybe they're going to make geeking you know cool again it's like the last cool guys in geekdom were Steve Jobs Steve Wozniak those kind of guys from the Apple and that's gosh, 30, 40 years ago. You know, so so we need a, a new... Mr. Gates is still out there. He was never cool. I mean, okay. Bill Gates... He's less
1: cool today because yeah. he's getting a divorce <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it just shows that the geeks can participate in Me Too as well. So... Anyway, the uh, STEM Act, uh, the Rural STEM Education Act is also in this bill in whole, which this is huge. is what is I want
1: to hear about because rural people are invisible, really. Yeah,
0: and they really are. Um, and, and what this act tries to do is kind of address the thing that you're bringing up is, you know, when you're outside in the rural environment, um, you don't have access to good broadband technology technology
1: for Mm -hmm. sure transport
0: and and so
1: electricity
0: electricity (laughs) some
1: people it's a problem indoor
0: plumbing um no a a, a car that runs yeah that's a big deal that's right that's right so so it's really trying to identify what are the key obstacles in in teaching effectively teaching stem well, know, one of the key obstacles,
1: area. which this I am sure does not define, and that is the the vast majority of teachers who lack the ability to teach these subjects. They they c- couldn't even do PowerPoint when it when COVID hit, and they had to to go to PowerPoint. So you know, PowerPoint yeah. is what twenty years old or more. So. Well,
0: and I think COVID COVID was like a stress test for the country, <laughs> yeah. and and I think in many <sighs> many respects we failed it miserably. We failed it in, you know, let's all pull together and, and Well, we don't have any thing.
1: resiliency. That's the thing that it exposed. Right, and, but
0: it also exposed a lot of weakness within the technology area of, of rural and inner city, no, no yeah. doubt. Where, for instance, in our region where 50% of the students don't have access to good broadband, and then you say your education is now online, Well, half the students are are
1: eliminated. And those parents don't have reliable transport or the money for the gas to do it.
0: Right. And they can't just sit in the parking lot of McDonald's or the library or whatever and do your homework for four hours. Yeah. You know, that's. I
1: saw where the Gantt house, which is a is a a historic place, uh, has a it says we have a Wi-Fi um, cafe in our for our parking lot. Mm-hmm. It's not even a place that has occupancy most of the time, but they're opening it up for kids.
0: Well, and I know that Zane State, where I do some teaching, um, they actually publish the best places to park to get good access to Wi-Fi. And this is a college. I mean, you're basically you're saying, okay, guys, come sit in the parking lot to do but your college education. But they're not open education. all the
1: time, so that's what they're doing. Why?
0: They weren't open at all. Yeah. So they didn't even open up rooms to just say... You know, whatever. And, and you know, obviously that just that just pointed out the system is inadequate. We know the system's inadequate. Now, will government be better than their past practices of identifying good solutions? You know, that, that remains to be seen, but they're throwing a lot of money at it. So, okay, but so I just
1: see. want to point out that corporate America is driving this train. And we've been waiting on that because this wouldn't be happening if the donors to the people of Congress didn't support this.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of money in here for research and development. Yeah, so which one has of the not lovely... existed
1: in the past few administrations. Well,
0: and if you're wanting to be cynical about corporate America, basically you're going to say, hey, government's going to spend all the money on all of these research projects when they become, if they've proven effective oh, we'll just turn this technology over to you. So you didn't have to spend the billions of dollars developing the products, but you can market them. And again, I can say that as, you know, that's a terrible thing, or I can say that as that's exactly what government should be doing, you know, because because that helps, you know, it's like the NASA program developing, you know... Well just to say Tang, that money is gonna like go that. to the corporations
1: uh, for the research and development and that money is going to I don't know go that to, it's going to, to get employees to, I don't know. for these companies. They're so, supposed
0: to be targeting colleges, universities with this money and and they're supposed to be focused on minority oriented colleges and universities. Now that's the stated objective, whether that comes to play in reality. Wait till
1: the first lawsuit. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Let's let's try and not be cynical on this one.
1: Okay, well, I'm a, I'm right. a consultant you be cynical. and I analyze everything and I'm telling you that's probably how it's going right. to end up. Well, as the Lily goodness. Tomlin
0: said, no matter how cynical I get, it's never enough. That so, is
1: correct. That's me for sure.
0: Uh-huh. But out of this whole thing, which was touted as an anti-China thing, only $1.5 billion out of the $250 billion, is going to counter Chinese influence in technology, which is kind of interesting, although they did ban the use of TikTok in federal government devices. So I'm breathing a lot easier. I I just
1: want to say that the people, we have interns that have gone to work for the government and they aren't even allowed to have their cell phone in the building. So that seems like an empty gesture to me. I
0: think China's trying to influence us by people dancing for 30 seconds on our phone. So I don't even know what TikTok is. I mean, I'm afraid. <laughs> and <laughs> I, don't go there. I know, I know. Because it's
1: not for you, I'm Jay. Probably, if you had to dance like that, it would kill your back. No, so.
0: <laughs> I know, but, but I somehow don't think of it as subversive. <laughs> so, well,
1: I think, you know, I think that it just demonstrates the racism, and I don't want to get well, off on that. But the, so, so this is the reality. But the, the other, the flip side of that, saying we're going to counter China's influence, is I hope to say, we could do better with our, our citizens in helping them to be thinking, intelligent people. That's what they're really talking about. The Chinese place huge effort on education and achieving. And as a culture, we, we don't. You know, we're, we're into dumbing down.
0: Okay. Well, speaking of dumbing down, you've been listening <laughs> to When the Biomass Hits the Wind turbine with Jay and Annie Warmke, reminding you it is indeed the end of the world as we know it.
1: And, yes, that is the truth, but I sure wish we were sitting in beautiful Athens, Ohio.
0: You say, and thank God. Yeah. And I mean, thank This God. is our
1: tagline. I mean, yes. you got to you I gotta, know, gotta but get I it. couldn't help it.
0: All right. Anyway, um, the last item that's in here, which I find kind of interesting, and it's going to affect us directly, is the Pell Grants, which are, um, you know, funding for students going to college, Used to be that they had 15-week, every class that you took that qualified had to be 15 weeks. They've reduced that down to eight weeks. So what they're trying to do is get some of these more more targeted seminar-type things um, qualifying. So
1: short-term education to bump up the education in in different industries.
0: Right. Like our solar training courses, you know, you don't need 15 weeks of training to become a – an adequate or a competent solar installer
1: or to work in the industry yeah,
0: or to get a job as an entry level person Mm -hmm. for sure so they're doing this now the the issue there that they're wrestling with is a lot of these programs are pretty bad they're they're for-profit enterprises that go out there and just their diploma they, mills, you know.
1: They, really bad. They put the student in debt for nothing. Really. Right.
0: So, so they're trying to um, balance there. Um, but this is going to be a big deal for the community college world.
1: Well, the other thing is going to be a big deal for is young people and, and people needing to transition who don't have funds mm-hmm. because they can't go for 15 weeks. Also, there's a lot of intimidation factor for people that really want to maybe come back and get what they need, but they don't really want to go to a college um, it's intimidating to people who haven't found education to be a positive thing in their life.
0: Okay. Well, let's hope this thing does what it's purported to do, because well, there's a lot of good of stuff it. in there.
1: Any, any degree of it is going to be yeah. helpful.
0: Well, as we were mentioning, one of the big factors in this is the microchip world. And and I don't think most of us really have been g- giving microchips their due, you know. Um, were we um, supposed to? Yeah, because they're oh, well, kind of integrated into everything. recognizing where they
1: are into everything. Like, yeah. are they in your furnace?
0: They're in You're everything. You're in your
1: smart house, all these expensive houses, really expensive. I'll say all houses are expensive right now, but really super rich, expensive houses. Everything in it has microchips because it's all sure. controlled by a central uh you know, Mr. Oz. um, Well, everything's
0: electronic. You know, your headphones, your remote. I'm just looking around my desk, the little Google thing that I shouldn't say that aloud. It's going to respond to me. (laughs) Um, So all these little things, uh, you know, have microchips in them. And and it is literally the oil of of this. I want to
1: say, though, even if you have bare bones like me, I've got a laptop, and my phone in my office, that's mm-hmm. got a lot of microchips yeah. in it, too.
0: And even some critters now get microchipped. And, and of course, the vaccine oh, from true. Bill Cats Gates has a microchip in it. I, I read that on, on TikTok <laughs> or whatever. You yeah, well,
1: we read TikTok? No, I, I didn't. Did they have writing on TikTok? I didn't.
0: I'm just assuming everything <laughs> I, I see on the internet is wrong. So anyway, um, in 1990... Wait, where
1: to you get this information today? From
0: the internet, okay, so it's all wrong, okay. right? Uh, okay, so in 1990, 37% of all microchips were made in American factories. Today, that number is around 12%. All
1: right, but how many did we have in 1990?
0: Yeah, enough. Now we don't have enough. <laughs> Right. These, 1990, these highly...
1: the internet was just really getting i remember the first experience i had with email i was in china and uh-huh. they sent me down to get email and i was a nervous wreck that i was going to uh-huh. mess it up it was such new technology sure. and everything everybody said women have to learn the internet it's going to change our lives we're going to make a revolution yep. it, it didn't happen but
0: yeah it did now you know where all your old high school friends are
1: yeah, our boyfriends, are our old boyfriends. They're okay. all dead and b- or bald. Okay.
0: <laughs> or bald. Yeah. Okay, so, so most of these microchips are being made in Taiwan, South Korea, China. So, um, you know, that's sort of part
1: of what... That's why you what... have the word Asian and not just Chinese. Or, or did...
0: South Asian or whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay, so so the second one, which I find kind of interesting, we put the microchip thing to, to bed. But, you know, they're always talking about jobs, right? We need jobs, we need jobs, we need jobs. Well, a lot of this is to promote artificial intelligence and robotics. And that is absolutely contrary to jobs. jobs. I mean, it creates jobs, but well, it but creates highly tech. skilled jobs. Yeah. So um, currently they're saying that um, about – 30% of all tasks uh, in industry today are performed by machines. Okay, so that's 30% and I call that of the jobs. They some of
1: our citizens, actually.
0: Uh, yeah, okay, zombie apocalypse has already happened. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but uh, by 2025, which isn't that far away. Four years, four Jake, years if you do your math. That's right. Uh, uh, they think that ratio will change to about 50-50. So now where are
1: all those people going that are going to be out of jobs?
0: Well, I don't think they're going to go into robotics.
1: No, they're not going to be retrained at high tech level. Yeah. But where are they going?
0: Well, I saw McDonald's is hiring. So Yeah, that's
1: the thing. And they're paying signing, signing bo- bonuses to some of these places. But who wants so, to work there? It I know. So this any-
0: becomes a big problem. And this is say, okay, well, how do we reeducate the coming workforce? Because, you know, we we can lament the fact that in the good old days you could get out of high school and get a good paying job and live a middle class uh, lifestyle because you went to work for the Ford plant or whatever. Today, the entry level is is really at least an associate's degree um, in in a in a technical field or or a healthcare field, and then in the not too distant future it's a bachelor's degree because this stuff is really. But not everybody's cut out for a bachelor's degree.
1: Well, but also bachelor's degrees often don't train you for the industry. They just, you're just following through. But I also want to point out that one of the issues is also going to be that this next generation or two, they don't want to work. 40 hours a week. And that doesn't mean they're lazy. They're just reprioritizing what's important. So work is fine. But then there's the other stuff they want to do is going to have an influence on all these changes. Yeah.
0: No. And, and another factor, which uh, I found interesting, I hadn't really thought about is robots aren't taxed. Okay. So when you had a workforce working for Ford, they paid taxes and that helped fund the government. You replace half of those people with robots; they don't pay taxes, and
1: they don't go away. They're still there in the community. So this is a big going to be a big yeah. challenge. So for that's people government funding. Who have a lot of money and corporations who don't pay tax. That's going mm-hmm. to be a huge impact on them.
0: So, so since we're on the job world here, um, I did a little bit of research on that nefarious internet that we are so um,
1: grateful for.
0: Grateful for. Actually, you know that's one of those things. Is you say, all right, we can complain about it, but would you like it no, without it? No, it's a
1: library it in the sky, the biggest one ever.
0: All right, so what jobs are going to be lost? Who are the winners? Who are the losers? All right, so I'm I'm gonna,
1: uh, I'll the play winners. game here.
0: Yeah, who do you think? Who do you think are going to be the losers? What jobs oh, are going to be lost?
1: Well, the losers are oh jobs. So yeah, well, job job seg- segments. I would say lumberjacks
0: (laughs) probably (laughs) not probably not there's a need for resources but production work in industry clearly is going to be replaced by robotics i didn't think you wanted me to say
1: that yeah no you're allowed to say okay so people that are in factories or production work as you call it that sounds nicer they're going to be gone
0: mechanical installation and repair because we're throwing away this stuff we're not repairing it the you engineers
1: know? are going to be in trouble then.
0: Well, mechanical. and some of it, some of it is, is um, that some of these things are becoming very resilient. When you get to a solid state thing, you can't go in and, oh, yeah, it's the flywheel that needs to be pulled or whatever. It's a microchip. You can't just look at it and go, oh, yeah, I need to just sort of go in here with my microscope and fix this thing. You got to pull it out and put a new one in. So it really is a plug and play economy. Oh,
1: it's going to change mechanical engineering. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now you're talking about components and systems integration and things of that nature, which is a whole lot different than changing the oil on the old Studebaker. Food services, food services, they become automated as opposed to, um, you know.
1: What kind of food services, though?
0: um, I I can only guess on that. Oh,
1: I know, because you told me about um, there's a big grocery store chain that's based in Ohio that um, has this automated picking. So all these foods are developed, all the foods are are cooked, whatever, but it's a robot that picks them and puts them into a container that ships them to the grocery. There's some of that.
0: And of course, even just if you think about the scanning device in a grocery checkout, that eliminated a lot of checkout jobs. Because you can send people through a lot faster.
1: I do hear people say, though, in the checkout line, I'm going over here because this keeps somebody in a job. And I appreciate hearing that from people.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I want to deal with a human, even though sometimes I don't like that human Mm -hmm. because they don't give me the right response. (laughs) But I don't want to deal with robots. They Uh don't have a heart.
0: Well, another one is office support. You know, I mean, that's a continuation of what we've seen where you no longer need a secretary to when everybody's got a right, laptop, you right. don't need.
1: You just say you know, H-E-Y-G-O-O-G-L-E. Yeah. And okay. it answers you.
0: The light didn't come on. So yeah, I, I was afraid right. to say it out <laughs> loud
1: because <laughs> she has an opinion.
0: Yeah. Now, transportation is another issue when you talk about automated vehicles, driverless vehicles.
1: Well, I don't um, care about that, but I would love to see us have mass transit and that would okay. be operated probably without, with a robot or uh, something like
0: that. Maybe, certainly it will be automated to a certain extent. A lot
1: of trains are now operated by robotics, by, yeah. by high thinking.
0: Yeah, I think I think driverless cars are are really a thing, and and they're going to be a major. I thing. I hope like, I don't
1: see any. I I tell you, I'd be anxiety ridden if I. I
0: saw a car that was designed that once you get into it, you can lay down the whole thing and take a nap. It's like out of bed there. Oh my and, God! Uh, I
1: couldn't do it. I know they like, were joking. People are too stupid driving.
0: They were joking because you know you you could make it out of wood, and it becomes a coffin as well when you are.
1: But there were people dead. recently who were killed. Oh, sure. Who but, had been in, they were, one you know, was in the back seat, one was in the front seat, and they were taking a nap and they were killed. I know,
0: but, but, I mean, people get killed in cars all the time. If you look at the way people drive, I think a computer can't be worse. You know? I don't know. <laughs> what if it
1: malfunctions or right, well, it doesn't so, like you that day?
0: Yeah, so we got customer <laughs> service and sales. We know that there are no such thing as customer service anymore. All right, so what are some of the winners? That's not
1: true. We're good at that.
0: Okay, all right. Your number 750 on hold, please. But your call is. <laughs> is important to us <laughs> yeah so all right so what are the number one jobs where where are these things going to be well, well
1: green jobs no
0: well that's part of it yeah for sure alternative energy installers we'll yeah. we'll push that one in there but but medical you know nurses everybody's ah, sick that's everybody's terrible. yeah
1: i'm sorry to hear it
0: plumbers and electricians
1: yeah well huge, we're trying to train huge. women in that field best we can
0: dentists and dental hygienists um, mental health professionals
1: dentists because de- people's teeth are falling out
0: i guess i don't know um but mental health everybody's crazy i know that i, yeah. I can i can attest just looking at the drivers and uh veterinarians <laughs> artificial intelligence software developers and then uh, one of the things that i found and this sort of gets to the heart of what one of our pet peeves about rural versus urban where are these jobs going to take place? In Tw-
1: urban areas. Yeah,
0: 25 megacities in this country will account for 60% of all the job growth.
1: But it's unnecessary. If we had access to high-speed broadband, a lot of people would work from home and eventually grow their business good enough to to hire people.
0: Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. In the I, I mean, rural
1: areas could really benefit from some of this being focused on them, rather than all in the big cities.
0: I would think. But a lot of people are attracted to these large cities. Not me, but a lot of people are. Well, but
1: it's because they don't have anything where they are.
0: Well, contrarily, um, rural is really only anticipated to uh, account for 3%. Right. But there's
1: no focus on rural. So I think a lot of a lot of kids would like to stay home, and their parents would like that too. But there's no opportunity.
0: Okay. Well, speaking of lack of opportunity, uh, you've been listening to when the biomass hits the wind turbine. I don't know why that's lack of opportunity with Jay and Annie Warmke.
1: <laughs> lack of uh, lack of opportunity for broadband. Yeah.
0: We want to thank our Emmy Award Mega City producer Adam Rich. And we want to thank you for spending just a little bit of time with us. And as your grandmother hopefully told you, secret to a happy and sustainable life is
1: play nice with others, clean up your own mess, and learn about robots.
0: Okay. Till next time. Bye.